Feel This with Frank and Jess. Welcome to Feel This, a series of experiential conversations between me, Jessica Olber-Singleton, and Frank D'Amato, where we explore trauma, healing, and awakening through the lens of relationship. Hello, and welcome to Feel This. I'm Frank. I'm Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Frank. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. I'm taking this moment here to land with you all welcome you to our mutually shared podcast space together. I'm inviting us into our normal, maybe ritual of connection, which is just to start this episode with a short presence awareness and connecting to our breath and following the flow of the breath into the heart and into the belly and welcoming you, all of you, into this moment, into a space of curiosity and acceptance towards your self, your being, as you experience it here in this moment. And Jess and I will be welcoming together all the aspects, experiences of consciousness as they arise in the moment and and endeavoring to share them with each other and notice what that is about in us. And to speak for that as transparently and clearly as we can. And the invitation to you is maybe to hold that sense of being aware for yourself what arises within you as you're listening to the podcast. What emotions, thoughts, sensations occur. And holding that all of that is welcome and good and valuable. So... Hello, Jess. That was a lovely meditation. I found a sense of softening in places I didn't know. I had a little bit of, Mm. it felt like the energy of someone at the door, like pushing against it and like I'm holding it closed in the 
concern in my system that if I open the door, something's going to come spilling into the room out of control. And just noticing that it was like the whole situation became less, it's like, oh, maybe I can just open the door real slowly Mm. and they can hear what's going on. I don't even know what those parts were, but it felt really good to not put so much energy into trying to control who's here. So thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I think I have a similar want, need for that permission to not have to control who's here and just to be with what is and to engage with that as it arises. My senses. Yeah, there was a little conflict in me of coming in of the aspects of my mind that have an agenda for this moment or for this podcast and the authentic energy I'm bringing in and some part caught in the middle being like, oh, I I feel like I'm supposed to, we are supposed to or maybe we'll continue the conversation about money or something in the previous episode. You know, I've some, I've got to be, I've got to show up here with some clarity agenda and all the messy muckiness I I have to have sorted out. The other side of that is wanting to be clear and present with what is. And that side's a little bit harder because that side isn't always as neat looking and what we want to present. It feels a little messy, a little unclear, not the image of my ideal self necessarily for me today. So that one feels more true and real and more present. And I love holding the energy of money, of a opening to a dialogue around that. But it feels way more important to be really, really grounded in who and what is here in the moment to represent that and to also engage with that at a meta level to understand the parts to speak for that which i'm doing right now i'm not i'm not really speaking directly to what i'm feeling but i'm kind of giving an overview i think of those two energies what the voice in my head says i should be presenting here and what is actually here yeah This feels like very rich ground. So I've been listening to a lot of just random podcasts about art and I don't know, health and astrology, different things. And it's been a minute, we had kind of a gap in recording you and I. And so whenever that happens, something in me gets a little feeling of like natural distance from the space of remembering what it feels like and how we do it. Something in me is like, I don't know, what do I do here? 
So earlier today, I found myself sort of having a thought about, do I bring, It's the thought was something like, do I bring anything of value here? Which is an interesting word given that we might talk about money, right? So something in me felt like really curious about some relationship there. But I thought about all these people who talk about something, right, in their podcast. Like they have a they have a real clear sense of content that they're going to cover. They probably have notes when they show up. <laughs> and you and I, if we have something we think we might want to actually talk about, it's like real hard work, you know, to be like, because I have stuff that's here very authentically and presently, and I have a want to talk about money. So this fertile ground of knowing it's possible to have an intention of content and to be authentic to what's here in the moment, that seems like such a valuable thing because that's life, ideally, right? We might have to go to a job. We might have to meet a friend for lunch when we're not feeling very social. We might have some errands to run when we'd rather stay home or vice versa or something. And to be able to have the content of life not entirely in our control or not always you know, able to be mushed around by us. Sometimes we have to meet it. We have to meet a person's personality, you know, whatever it is that we can find who we are authentically in that moment with whatever that is that, that feels really, very valuable to my system. And I just felt a lot of appreciation for you naming that it, it brought back some of those thoughts I had earlier today. So those thoughts of what do, do I bring anything of value right now, as I was kind of coming into the space, just in the last 10 or 15 minutes, I remembered that my quote unquote job here is to be really present and to speak for what's here. And so that's your, your the meditation, the dropping in felt just perfect for giving a lot of space for all of that. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. At the end, when you were speaking for, do I have value? What is my value? A little flash of your presence in our authentic connection group came forward. And your, your presence of being aware of what's happening, speaking for what you're seeing, engaging from that perspective felt feel so undeniably, incredibly powerful and valuable. And it's not any content. It is the quality of your awareness, your presence, what you're interested in and attuned to, and the ability with which you can attune to it is so powerful and so life-giving and just incredible. And it's also seems to me to be naturally you. Something very close to naturally you, something not that you need to effort, not that there's not energy put into that engagement that you do, the way you engage, the way you're showing up here 
of course, there's energy being put forward by you and by me to be, wow, what am I feeling right now? Let me take a breath. Let me take. But there's no efforting or no contorting, no conforming that the content of our experience to create that value that is quite coming naturally. That's what flashed through my mind at the end when you were speaking there. That feels complicated <laughs> as I think getting a, a compliment can feel complicated. Yeah, part of my system is like, well, we need to listen really carefully to what he's saying so we can figure out how to do that thing. Another <laughs> <laughs> so, part is like, pretend we didn't hear anything. Just be cool, y'all. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be really, really attentive to listen really carefully about the thing we don't have to effort at so that we can effort at it. <laughs> yes, exactly. That we didn't mean to do in the first place. <laughs> so now we can do it in a very stressful manner. <laughs> yeah. It, it also made me think about, I think this is true for everybody that if you're ever outside at night and you're looking at the stars, that you can see the stars better if you look just to the side of them. Like you can't see the stars are not as bright when you look directly at them. They get suddenly dimmer. A single star will get dimmer when you look right at it. But if you look just to the side of the star, it gets brighter. And it made me think of like my self-conscious parts. And when they are just off doing something else, right? They're they're not really present. I just do my thing. I just shine. But then if the self-conscious part suddenly turned and they're like, what are you doing? Does it have value? Suddenly I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what was the second part of your reaction? You, so the first one was that. Then there was a little second thing you said that I had a reaction to as well, but I can't you remember the was. Oh, be cool. Be cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody just be cool. Just, just, just take it in. Just pretend you're, you're good at taking compliments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What one that felt funny, like enjoyably humorous like just feeling that energy of everybody be cool <laughs> and i can in the now really enjoy your sense of humor within yourself at your self-awareness and it, it doesn't feel it feels good a a very a light-hearted self-levity which can feel very good it can feel good with ourselves and it could feel and it feels good to be in relationship and a little bit of content came up around taking compliment and taking feedback i wanted that just opened a little window of a part of me that wanted to like jump into talking about taking compliments taking feedback and that was some content that felt like that could be fun to jump into. And I also have a little wanting to double back to checking in with where I am emotionally because it feels interesting, a little vulnerable, 
but I think good to address. And so those two are here. I think I would like to stick with those content pieces around the compliment and feedback. If that feels good to you, do you have any? I don't have the only strong feeling in me is not against anything. It's, it's more like I have a part that's like holding this idea of talking about money that has genuine curiosity and want to talk about it and has some fear given our history that we're not going to get there, but it's nothing. I would definitely want to hear what you have to say. I'll turn it back over to you. I'm curious, you know, what's there. Brings up a little, little inner tension of the part to hear in you that you want to talk about money. You have interest in that. And in my moment, in this moment, I don't have interest in that. Mm -hmm. I do mildly, but it's much lower on the scale of where I am now. Although there's an, there's an opening to it and maybe like a hope. And there's also a critical voice that's here in me that is ready to be, to sound like or speak you, Frank, are not sticking with that subject. Your listeners will get annoyed and go away. That's over here. It's kind of on my right side. I can feel that there. It's not incredibly strong, but it's in the room energy. I'm taking a breath there and having it energetically give me a little space. So yeah, that's what's here right now. And there, yeah, there is a tension between wanting to also meet your, wait, what you want too. There's, oh, Jess wants to talk about that. I want to meet that. I don't feel an authentic spark of that in this moment. And I think in part because of where I am emotionally. But anyway, so that's here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very interesting to follow so I'm, I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling very positive about everything you're saying and toward you. And internally, sorry, my cat has decided now is a great yeah. time to, she's been having, getting hives when she goes outside. So she's been stuck inside all day. Internally, I could follow along and recognize like ways in which my own system is having kind of its version of what you're talking about. It's sort of like very similar in the sense that I have something that's here that I haven't even named. That's part of me has been saying like, do we even name this? Because if we do, it's going to be the most interesting thing in the room because it is here. It's a lot kind of like your thing that 
about critic taking, oh dear, taking compliments <laughs> is really present for you. It's exciting and it's here. And so there's a part of me that's like, we could totally do that. We could totally go with the thing that's really present for you right now. We could go with the things that's really present for me right now. And then I have a part that comes forward that's like, I remember what it felt like the last two weeks when we brought up money and how it felt like this untapped space. And even though it's not as alive for me right now, I, I feel sure that if we just talk a little bit about it, you know, these like sparks are going to fly between us and we're both going to get into the money thing together. And we haven't really talked about it much here. So that's kind of like I'm watching these parts come forward. They're making a case for structure, even though I have another part of me that's real okay with like just whatever, you know, whatever we come upon. It reminds me, I know we've used the hiking analogy, but it used to be that when I hiked, I stopped at every little interesting like toadstool and patch of moss and it took me hours. I would stop at every little thing and it would take me, you know, two hours to walk half a mile. And I have learned because Craig likes to hike differently than I do. And I can like zoom through now and just be very choosy about like, this is worth stopping for, right? Even though part of me is like, it's all worth stopping for. I could just sit down in like a little spot in the middle of the woods and sit there for two hours and not go anywhere. So I guess there's a part of me that can just see the value in all of it. And right now it almost feels like a child part. It feels like a young part that wants whatever is here in this moment you know, that doesn't have that sense of, I guess it's like a part that's without managers. And then there's a more adult parenting type that's like, yeah, we can eat the popsicle later right now. Let's have some, you know, a handful of almonds. <laughs> so yeah, I, f I feel I guess I just feel a little bit more curious about bringing the managers in just be, if, if only because that's something that we don't do very often in here, even if we do it a lot, maybe in the rest of our lives. And I'm curious, just money aside, content aside, like talking about it in terms of the immediacy of what's here, the authentic thing showing up versus that idea of kind of manager or parent energy, if anything's coming up, you know, in response for you, I'm curious how that feels or how you see that. As I was listening to you, I was responding really positively and my mind was immediately leaping to seeing a, a real possibility to engage with that and interest in engage with in engaging with that as you were describing like the sparks flying back and forth and i started to feel that energy and like oh yeah jess is right about that feel that more there's truth there and i also saw oh it would fit really well if so i have a little i'll pause here i have a little proposal let's put it that way the proposal is oh we have two halves this is section one and section two we can do section one which is i'll check in what i'm feeling we could talk about that yeah 
or whatever comes up around that for the first half. And then in part two, we'll switch to the money conversation. Sure. Yeah. I'm up. I'm down for that. You're up and down for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I come into the podcast space today. And what I would say, I feel a space I feel really interested in, and it feels fairly unusual for me, but it's, I've been in a more energetically closed off space for maybe the last month or so. And the metaphor I use a lot and we've used on the podcast of the flower petals opening and closing and talking about being in a space of expansion, opening or contraction. And I feel like my system has been in a somewhat contracted place broadly for a while. And the, what's nice about it is I feel fine with that. Like I don't have much saying I shouldn't be that way. I feel broadly okay with it. And there are some places where there's a little bit of questioning about that. Like, are we really okay? Shouldn't we push it? Be? Shouldn't we be trying? So creatively, I will walk through the two biggest places where I'm creative and putting myself quote unquote out there have been this podcast and rap. In the rap front, I know I talked a month or so ago getting speech therapy. And when I got to speech therapy, it was very hard to rap and do the speech therapy. I decided to take a break from rapping while I worked on the speech therapy. I finished the speech therapy and I don't really have a strong interest in going back to rapping. I'm kind of kind of taking some time and seeing where that's coming forward. In the stead of that, I, or in between those two, I have discovered, I've been playing a lot of PlayStation. I got a PlayStation 5. So I have a young part that's very excited about that. And I've been really enjoying playing these games and I have parts that really look forward to that. It's kind of a 12, 13 year old aspect of me. And when I'm done work and I have no more obligations, it's this super excitement, like I get to go downstairs, I got to put the lights out, I got the big screen TV and I got to get, go into the game space. And that feels great. And there is a little voice that's like, but at some, at different points, that's like, wait, shouldn't I, isn't there more to life than this? Isn't there something more I could be given? It's kind of shooting, but it's also 
a good voice too. So I'm in this in-between space where I feel I feel a strong pull towards that. I feel say 90%, that's good and fine. And I enjoy that and I'm wanting to be as present to that as, as I can to myself in that space. Even in therapy, I spend time looking at the parts that are coming up and talking with them about it and talking about what they like about it and just engaging with myself around this kind of the way I wished I had parents who might have been able to engage with me around it when this was becoming a big part of my life and and getting a sense of video games being a big part of my life, especially at a time when I was a child where my parents might not even been there at all during the day, like I would come home and also was not receiving the type of engagement. I wasn't being met intellectually with my parents the way I would have been most opening for me. And somehow video games could meet me exactly where I was developmentally, provide the challenging, provide the kind of, a kind of presence, a feedback that was really important and nurturing for me. So I'm noticing that there's something that feels very soothing. There's something that feels really good in consciously being present to it and allowing. And there's this edge, there's a sense of like, I have a, my pattern has been, I, I could go into that space for a long time and then I get like saturated and something's me like, okay, I've had enough. And I, and then something shifts more into maybe expansion space or something like that. That's how I'm coming in. There's a little bit of that voice that there's a, maybe a small degree of like, of embarrassment, maybe. a small feeling of overall that, that voice of I should be doing something more in some way. I notice after I speak these, the words, sentences that are coming out, there's a real impulse to fill the silence right after. Mm. So it's really interesting in this moment to just breathe and just let the words be here. So coming into this podcast space, there's a little bit of the energy of, it's very small, that kid, 10%, that's like, I don't want to show up very, very small, maybe even less than that, maybe like two or 3%. Because I feel knowing and trusting I can show up like this and just speak for this here and let this be and let this be, this is what it is. So I, I, I know that before I come in, so I feel comfortable to be here with that. I'll give a example of 
how this showed up and and then I'll stop and turn it over to you and see what's coming up for you. I had done a while back, I have a friend who hosts the reading poetry readings at a local college and he my musician friend and I had performed at a poetry reading previously. And my that same friend who runs the poetry reading asked, oh, last week said, do you want to perform again at one of the poetry readings? And I typically have a part right away when I get something like that. It's like the manager part. The manager part, a little bit of like in the moment excitement, like, oh, someone's offering me something. That was fun. And I should say yes to this. Someone's asking me for something. I should want to do this. I'm going to say yes. This is a good thing. I have no blatant reason not to. So I say, yeah, that sounds great. Da, 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 da. But I don't really think about it too deeply. I, I, I was kind of really fast. I was in Maui at the time, not even sure what I was up to when I was getting there. I might've been a little busy. And then it was two days ago, my musician friend reached out to me and was saying, oh, I heard our mutual friend said, you, you did want to perform there. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to? Then there was this, the flood of the reality of it came in. And there was a seizing up in my body, tension in my chest, which felt like it came from that 12-year-old or 13-year-old part. And the sense that that was going to take away from his cocoon-like video game space. I would have to practice. I would have to clearly open up and get vulnerable. I have not been practicing in a while. So there's this fear of starting again. That's all going to become vulnerable. And there's all this like tightening in my nervous system around it. It's kind of like, no, but I, and I sat with it for a while and my managers were like, no, I, I really think this is something we want to say yes to. I know we feel, I know we feel like no right now, but I really want to, I really think it's going to be good to say yes. And it's, it'll probably push us a little through this inertia here and maybe help this transition. This might be a good transition moment from the contraction to maybe an expansion again. And so then I said, yes. And then the next day I realized, oh, the date of that event would be when I'm going to be in Maui. And I was greatly relieved. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me a little sad. Mm -hmm. I feel there's parts that feel... a little sad. There's some curiosity about that. But on the other side, there's a voice that's like, I am genuinely authentically happy with where I am right now. I like, I'm doing this part saying I'm doing what I want to do. And yet there's a little feeling of, but 
Is something not this? It feels like there's a little wrinkle there. That's kind of where I'm coming in. That's the kind of energy I'm holding, and that's the the energy. And I think we talked about it maybe last time about context that things are happening in, in the context in relationship. So what's happening here in this podcast space for me is happening in the context of this ongoing dialogue. So this space of do we want to talk about money? That's a to do. I I don't feel so task oriented, especially when I'm in the space. I feel even I want to make less commitments because I feel more. I don't. There's something that feels like it's taken away from me. It feels nice that in this space I do feel open to in the second half of our to move into that. So I feel complete and sharing all, presenting to you all of that. I'm curious how you're responding to that. And how you, the listener, are responding to that and how that resonates in your own nervous system. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I had a lot of feelings and parts and thoughts and see if I can see what rises to the top. What feels most impactful to my system personally is a sense of, I guess, it's like a mix of, yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell people that, like, like I would feel some shame or embarrassment or, or, or whatever. There are things that I do where there's moments where my system is contracting and what feels right is to play a phone game a lot or to watch TV a lot or, and it feels like so good to know that that is there. Like there's a particular audio book and I know that I can, for me, it's like I can leave whatever is coming up in my thoughts and my feelings in this contraction, and I can just dive right in and be lost in that book, be lost in that phone game, be lost in that four, three or four hours of watching TV until it's way too late at night and all the other kind of judgments my parts have about how I should be acting, right? So I had the mix of like, wow, you're in the middle of something like this and you're okay with it. I'm so much more okay with it than I used to be, like so much more okay with it. But not necessarily to the point of like, you know what I'm going to talk about in the podcast is how much I've been playing my phone game, <laughs> which hasn't been happening lately. So I feel a lot of space around that. Like right now I feel, you know, but I know it'll come again. It'll come again. And I will just be like, thank God I've got something to kind of, kind of numb a little bit, but in a way that feels really fun. It, it's like the, I feel like, and I don't know if you would agree with this, but I feel like what you're talking about is the elements, the sort of structure of addiction. It's not, addiction is kind of reductive and simplifying of I'm in a, maybe I'm in a contraction and there's a thing that feels good in the middle of a lot of things, not feeling so good. And so there's a lot of me that's just clinging to it and knowing that it exists and it's waiting for me 
when I get out of having to run errands or having to be social or whatever. So it was this mix of, of just amazement and aspiration that I should be able to go through that and, and not feel embarrassed so much so that I would be willing to share it openly in the middle of it, you know, when I'm in the middle of it, to share it with other people. Sharing that actually covers a lot of ground. So what it covered and what I just shared was how what you said personally impacted me of, it, it sort of offered me this space I didn't even know I wanted or that existed to sort of like air out some of the ways in which this shows up for me. That actually felt really good, partly because I'm not like, in a deep struggle with it right now, but still that felt really good. And I could feel like to hold a sense of aspiration without shaming my system for not being somewhere that they think they should be right. I should be able to go into this and be okay with it and look Frank's there, but I'm not, that was not really, you know, it was more like, let's just turn our sense of awareness and attention to this and sort of let it into the system. Like, here's a way, here's an option. And also to name the piece about addiction, which I'd be curious, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but as you were speaking and the way that I relate to how my system kind of copes with contraction, because contraction, maybe it's kind of like grief, like you just don't have real control over it. It's like weather, it just kind of comes through and you're like, fuck, life is just too much right now, you know, or part of what I heard from you is, as I heard it was, I got away from a thing I was enjoying for reasons. And now I feel like I don't know how to find my way back, right? Like for you, the rap is creative. For me, art, painting can be very creative, but if I get too far away from it because of some contraction or because of some circumstance, it can feel really full of obstacles, emotional and mental obstacles to get back into flow with something that is creative because there's vulnerability in it and there's effort in it. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. We will be back next Sunday with part two. Hi, y'all.